Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Hi, gang. It's Monday, the 22nd of January, 2024. Here's the poll question today at Smirconish.com. Should U.S. aid to Israel be conditioned upon Israel's acceptance of a post-war two-state solution? Please go to Smirconish.com and cast a ballot on that question. While you're there, please follow this podcast. Lost in all the worthy news about the New Hampshire primary, which, of course, is tomorrow. Several important updates about the war in Gaza, all brought about as a result of Hamas's attack on 10-7 on Israel. By the way, one story that is in the newsletter today, it's from the Washington Post, is about the rise of so-called truther groups asserting that 10-7 was a false flag. The same sort of thing that we here in the United States had to deal with in the aftermath of September 11. Anybody remember Loose Change? There are several stories from the weekend that are worthy of your attention. I I hate to come on and and to read, but I do want to read from a variety of, of outlets just to frame today's issue. First of all, from CBS, from many sources, but I went with CBS over the weekend. The Palestinian death toll from the war between Israel and Hamas has soared past 25,000. This, according to the Hamas-run health ministry in the Gaza Strip. Sunday they made this announcement. I know that the Israelis don't accept that number. They say it's unreliable coming from the Hamas-run health ministry. Whatever it is, it's a lot of folks. This, you know, as the Israeli government appears pretty far from achieving its goal of crushing the militant group and freeing more than 100 hostages. Second update, I'll go with CNN for this coverage. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said this weekend that he was rejecting calls for Palestinian sovereignty. This following talks with President Biden about a post-war Gaza. Netanyahu said Israel's need for security control over the territory west of Jordan is incompatible with the existence of a Palestinian state. As a matter of fact, via X, formerly Twitter, he said, I will not compromise on full security on full Israeli security over the territory west of Jordan. Well, the territory west of Jordan not only encompasses Israel, but both the occupied West Bank and the Hamas-run Gaza. So this is Netanyahu saying there's no room in that area for a Palestinian state. Tom Friedman, frequent guest of mine whose opinion I respect, says, This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Tom Friedman, frequent guest of mine whose opinion I respect, says that Bibi is turning against Biden. He makes reference to a nationally televised news conference on Thursday where Netanyahu made clear something he had only hinted at in recent weeks, namely that despite the disastrous Hamas attack on 10-7 happening on his watch, He's going to frame his campaign to stay in power based on this argument that the Americans and the Arabs want to force a Palestinian state down Israel's throat and that he's the only Israeli leader strong enough to resist them. So vote for me, even if I messed up on 10-7. And the Gaza war is not going all that great because only I can protect us from Biden's plans for Gaza to become part of a Palestinian state along with the West Bank. The Wall Street Journal coverage this weekend about what the Biden administration is proposing 
namely a 90-day plan that would first pause fighting for an unspecified number of days for Hamas to first release all Israeli civilian hostages while Israel would release hundreds of Palestinians that Israel has imprisoned, withdraw forces from Gaza towns and cities, allow freedom of movement in the Gaza Strip, and end drone surveillance. In the second phase, Hamas would free female Israeli soldiers and turn over bodies while Israel would release more Palestinians. A third phase would involve the release of Israeli soldiers and fighting age men that Hamas considers soldiers. And now the key part as it relates to today's poll question, the plan then envisions talks for a permanent ceasefire, normalization of relations between Israel and Arab countries like Saudi Arabia and the relaunching of a process to create a Palestinian state. I'll come back to that. The Saudis and Israel in just a sec. One more word, though, from Thomas Friedman, who says, I totally understand why after October 7, most Israelis don't even want to hear the words. Palestinian state. And I totally understand why Biden, a true friend of Israel, insists on uttering them. Because every trend around Israel is only going to get worse. More non-state actors, more super-empowered angry men with drones from Best Buy, a more powerful Iran, more TikTok haters warped by streaming videos of dead Palestinian babies in Gaza. Forging a legitimate, unified, effective Palestinian partner for a two-state deal with Israel that could defuse those threats may be impossible to achieve, but believing that abandoning any effort to do so is in the long-term interest of the Jewish state is a dangerous illusion. And that's exactly what Netanyahu is peddling for his own cynical purposes. Shame on him, shame on his enablers, says Friedman. One more update. This is the Associated Press in the after in the uh, overnight last night into today. Saudi Arabia's top diplomat has said that the kingdom will not normalize relations with Israel or contribute to Gaza's reconstruction without a credible pathway to a Palestinian state, a non-starter for Israel's government. So all of this frames today's poll question at Smirconish.com. I think it's a time for tough love. We've got to do for the Israelis what they cannot do for themselves because of their splintered politics, and that is force them to commit to a two-state solution, or it never ends. That's the best way to end this war and prevent the next war. Or here, one more take, said differently. If asking nicely worked, we wouldn't be in this position. The only way these necessary changes will happen is if the United States uses the substantial leverage we have with Israel. And we all know what the leverage is. For many years, the United States has provided Israel substantial sums of money with close to no strings attached. Currently, we provide $3.8 billion a year. President Biden has asked for $14.3 billion more on top of that sum and has asked Congress to waive normal, already limited oversight rules. The blank check approach must end. The United States must make clear that while we are friends of Israel, there are conditions to that friendship and that we cannot be complicit in actions that violate international law and our own sense of decency. Who do you think said those words? Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Do you agree? Go vote at Smirconish.com. Should U.S. aid to Israel be conditioned upon Israel's acceptance of a post-war two-state solution. Please follow this podcast while you're there. Maybe you'll even leave a nice review. 
The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.